This is Caroline Ellis from Joy, the Bugaloos, and I'm going to be the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you'll join us. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are set to fly into another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 598 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have Joy from the Bugaloos. Caroline Ellis is going to be joining us right here at On Screen and Beyond. And, of course, that was a Sid and Marty Croft show. And we are getting ready to celebrate on Saturday, May 21st, at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California, at CroftCon, where you can meet all kinds of different people who were on the TV shows from Sid and Marty Croft. And via... Zoom, Caroline Ellis will be there. And, of course, we are going to be talking to her in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, so I hope you'll be sticking around for that. If you can't make it out to CroftCon, you can get her right here on On Screen and Beyond. We're going to talk about the days of the Bugaloos when she was on that show from Sid and Marty Croft. And uh, it's a whole lot of fun. So get ready. Caroline Ellis is coming up shortly on On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you can enjoy it. Also, we have remakes and upcoming movies and sequels and TV and movie DVD releases and things like that, as always. And uh, we are just uh, rolling right along. We are at 598 episodes of On Screen and Beyond. And shortly we'll be celebrating 600 episodes. And we have some special guests coming your way. And uh, also, uh, of course, if you can tell your friends about On Screen and Beyond, that would help us out a lot. And also have them, you know, leave a little, uh, you know, message or uh, what are the rating or whatever they do on the different sites that uh, you get your podcasts from. It helps us out, gets uh, more people to know about us, and we'd appreciate that very much. Uh, Podbeam, you guys have been really downloading On Screen and Beyond. We appreciate that. And also on Apple, of course, where that's our biggest one. But uh, just keep downloading. That's uh, what we need you to do. So uh, hope you'll enjoy all the episodes of On Screen and Beyond. Let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness. Remake Madness. It looks like J.J. Abrams is now involved with the development of a Hot Wheels movie and uh, taking it from the toy to the big screen. And, of course, this has been talked about for a long time. It's been a long road for them. And uh, they are finally moving along with Hot Wheels' uh, possible franchise. Uh, So we'll see what happens. And uh, now with J.J. Abrams involved, it might just come pretty quick. And Universal now says the retelling of Dracula through the eyes of his henchman Renfield will arrive on April 14th, 2023 with Nicolas Cage. And the Barbie movie will arrive on July 21st, 2023 with Margot Robbie. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies. It looks like Don Johnson will executive produce and star alongside Isabel Furman. And that's in a thriller called Unit 234. 
which is currently in production. And Jeff Bridges will narrate a documentary about Creedence Clearwater Revival, its concert film called Travelin' Band, Creedence Clearwater Revival at the Royal Albert Hall. And the next David O. Russell movie will be called Amsterdam and will star Margot Robbie and Rami Malek, Christian Bale, and more. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Sequels! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sequels. It looks like The Batman 2 is now confirmed with Robert Pattinson once again in the lead role as the masked man. And also, Sony has confirmed a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. And The Nun 2 will be coming our way. And that's it for sequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we will take a look at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, it looks like Star Trek Lower Decks Season 2 will beam up on Blu-ray and DVD on July 12th. Abraham Lincoln arrives on DVD on May 10th. And Lucifer, the complete fifth season, will be hitting DVD on May 31st. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we take a look at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, well, it looks like Dog with Channing Tatum runs on to DVD and Blu-ray on May 10th. May 25th, The Batman flies on to 4K Blu-ray and DVD. And on May 3rd, Turning Red arrives on DVD and Blu-ray. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV and entertainment time. TV and entertainment time, it looks like Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck has been renewed for season 13 on CBS. And on ABC, the Goldbergs has been given a 10th season. And the Orville fans, you can look for season three to become the Orville New Horizons as it moves over to Hulu on June 2nd. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond... We have a treat for you. Caroline Ellis is going to be joining us. Now, Caroline was Joy in the Bugaloos. It was a Saturday morning cartoon, not cartoon. It was a a Saturday morning kids show. And uh, Sid Marty Croft, of course, produced that and came up with uh, so many other ones. And on May 21st, Caroline will be there via video. And then, of course, a lot of the other stars will actually be there. So we hope you're going to be joining them. We'll give you more information on that later on. Right now, it's time for Caroline Ellis. (laughs) 
Our guest on this episode of On Screen and Beyond is an actress who was part of the world of Sid and Marty Croft on the Saturday morning show, The Bugaloos. She will be participating in the CroftCon event that is going to be going on on Saturday, May 21st at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. She unfortunately will not be able to be there in person, but through the magic of the Tranquility Forest, she will be there live in a special video link. It's Joy from the Bugaloos, Carolyn Ellis. Carolyn, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you very much. Nice to join you. Now, Caroline, it is so exciting, this, this CroftCon event that's going on. It's bringing so many people together. And I have to tell you, I've interviewed, uh, so far, I've interviewed a lot of the people who are going to be there physically. And uh, a lot of them are disappointed you're not going to be there, you know, in person. But Me too. <laughs> specifically, Sharon Baird is going to be there. Right. And when I told Sharon, she was so excited. She thought you were going to be there. And, oh. you know, she said she can't wait to see you because she, she said she, she loved working with you. And she said it was so much fun. Yes. And Butch Patrick, uh, have you ever met Butch in person? No, no, I well, haven't. But only, we've only sort of chatted. Yeah. Uh, not in person, but just yeah. chatted on, on Facebook. Yes. Ah, well, Butch told me that the whole reason he took the role on Lidsville was so he, so he could meet you. <laughs> he, he specifically oh, wanted to I meet think- you. Such a shame, isn't it? Such a shame. Never actually met. Yeah. So I'm presuming, I don't uh, know the schedule of everything that's going to be going on at CroftCon, but uh, I presume either before or after the showing of Bugaloo's episode, they'll having you on there. Is that how it's going to work? Do you know? (laughs) Do you know yet? (laughs) No idea. The only thing I've been told is when they do questions, they're going to have a perhaps a certain allotted time to do questions to the stars or to the people, probably for each of them, they're sitting there for people to ask their questions. And then they will go to the the video or the, not the video, the screen, the screen. Uh, which will be there of me so that people can ask me directly on screen any questions that they may have. Very uh, nice. I have been asked also to send some signed photographs which uh, I've got to do and send off. So I think people there will be able to, if they want, be able to purchase some signed photographs if they want. But yes, as far as Sharon Baird is concerned, it would be great to see her. It really will. Uh, Because it's been many, many years. I've seen her, uh, I've seen uh, clips of her, I think, in one or two other, in one or two other interviews but uh, we've never actually chatted as such face-to-face, seeing her. Well, I don't know whether I'll be able to see her. I hope so. Right. But yeah. she'll be able to see me, presumably, on a, on a screen there. Yeah, and, and you will be very large on the screen, that's for sure. Oh, God. I, I better step back a bit then from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great because this crop con has never actually been done before. Right. Which is really, when you think about it, why ever not? But uh, even the Crofts didn't, you know, Cinemati Croft didn't think of it. But really, it's a wonderful idea. It's a great idea. All the stars from all their fantastic shows, or the ones that can be there in person anyway, to all get together 
for the fans and, and the people that love the show. I think it's a wonderful idea. So hopefully they'll be doing it every year. Yeah, and, and it, it's so nice that you, you, you have agreed to uh, be there in, you know, as best you can. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, no, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and uh, there's, they're going to be setting up the whole theater to look like a Sid and Marty Croft set. I mean, it's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I'm sure they'll probably have some, some, I don't know whether they've been able to get any of the, any of the uh, stuff that was in any of the shows, but uh, maybe with backdrops and things like that, for sure, it's going to be fantastic and very colorful. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how big the theater is, the actual stage itself. Um, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's the London Palladium, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, it's, it, I'm sure it's going to be great. The atmosphere will be wonderful. I've, got, I've had so many people contacting me to say they're so excited they didn't know about it, they want tickets, or they've already got their tickets. Wow. So the enthusiasm is just overflowing. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, it's it's uh it's just going to be so much fun, and uh, I know. Now, did you know any of the other people from the shows, or did you, uh, you know, like anybody from Lidsville or or no. HR Puff and stuff? Other than Sharon, well, Sharon's was in every one of them. Yes. So. Sharon, obviously, Marty, Marty, um, not Marty um, from Puff and stuff. Obviously, being a British boy, uh, oh. being a British kid. I don't think I ever I ever met him um, because I don't know how old he was when he did Puff and stuff. Um, but whether he was a similar age, I don't know. But anyway, uh, my little brother, he was doing it. He was he's much younger than me. He worked in films as well. And he worked on Oliver as one of the oh. one of one of sort of like an extra one of the little boys i think he was about 5 at the time but he was very blonde with big brown eyes uh but i never went to the set of that i was probably doing something else or whatever but yeah he was in oliver as well so wow <laughs> so it's huh. quite funny yeah <laughs> now did you get to interact with uh, sid and marty at all were they involved in the show you know a lot or or were they oh, not yes. on set yeah, no, no, no. We're, obviously, they brought us over from from London, from England to Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, we obviously, they introduced us to everyone. They took us to the studios where we were going to live and introduced us to the art department, the costume departments, obviously the costumes, everything mm. uh, was being prepared to, to film and everything. The musical director... Uh, no, they were they were really great. They looked up. I mean, the way they looked after us was absolutely fantastic. You couldn't have asked for any better treatment. Uh, obviously, there were four of us, and we had it was like a private secretary, a lady, because we didn't know where to go. We'd never been there before. Yeah. And uh, so we had a private secretary who took us to the studios in the car and and everything. No, everything was set up. Everything was arranged. We didn't have to worry about anything. It was mm. really, really wonderful. Yeah. Now, did you ever think when you were making this show that how many years later now, is it 50 years or whatever it is, that you, <laughs> you would still be talking about it? No, not in, I mean, 
I've done other television things, uh, right. obviously, but uh, that was when I, I was 19 then. I won't say my age now, but I think most people know what it is <laughs> anyway. As you say, it's more than 50 years since you did the Bible news. But it, it's just amazing. Uh, it, it's just incredible, the people that remember you and contact you. And no, at the time, we never imagined Oh, obviously, you always hope it's going to be successful, and I'm sure Sid and Marty Croft did. Uh, <laughs> but um, I never imagined 50 years later. But that's that's the magic of television, isn't it? Yeah. That, and films. Once you're on the screen, it's there, almost there forever. I mean, I've done some television uh, in England, and whether they're somewhere in the archives i don't know or they've just been thrown out because very often there's so many television programs being made very often they're just thrown out but in this case of course sid and marty croft had control of it uh they owned it the the bugaloos the you know puff and stuff and all the shows because yeah. they they invented them they wrote them they produced them uh, and they made it all happen, so they had the rights of them. But very often you do a television thing, and you do television perhaps 30, 40 years ago, and when you try and find it now with streaming and everything and, and YouTube, it just doesn't seem to exist, even if you go directly to the television studios. This is in England, um, and probably the same thing in, in America, and it's just impossible. They've been thrown out, um, or locked away and covered in dust other tv programs yes they're still around and they still get shown but not as long as 50 years ago you know maybe 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago but 50 years more than 50 years maybe it classifies maybe classifies as an antique now (laughs) (laughs) so so was the show as popular in england as it was in the united states or did it never get over there it was never shown in England, never, ah. which is such a shame um, because Sid and Marty Croft obviously wanted to. They, it's been shown all over the world, but not in England for one simple reason, that the opening song is, is uh, singing the Bugaloos. And in England, the way the, the song is formed Maybe if we'd been consulted beforehand, we would have been able to inform them. But it starts off with bugger, 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 bugger. Well, that word, bugger, <laughs> yes. is a very rude word in England. And as it was basically a show for, for children, no way could you put that on television. No way. It just wouldn't wow. have been allowed. So I suspect that's the reason. So it's such a shame. But yes, it's been shown all, all, well, you know, they know better than I do which countries it's been shown. But it's been shown everywhere, obviously all over America, and it kept on rerunning and rerunning, you know, for goodness knows how many years. And even today, occasionally, somebody tells me, oh, I've just seen the Bugaloos is being shown in wherever. Hmm. You know, so it's fantastic. And of course, streaming, now with streaming and, and YouTube and everything, Everything is available to see somewhere, isn't it? Almost, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't yeah. been thrown in the dustbin years ago. So, but in this case, their shows are, are timeless. I mean, the Bugaloos is timeless, yeah. in my opinion. Even when we did it at the time and I saw the set and then you see the show, it's for children. It's innocent, it's pure, 
it's magical, it's imaginative, and of course it gets all the minds of the children going. They've all got their favorite characters. They can even remember the songs. Even I can't remember <laughs> the songs. But it's, it's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. So their shows are sort of timeless. Okay, at that time, the technology was not as advanced for, for film and television as it is today. But when you look at it, you, you think, my goodness, you know, we had chroma key then for the flying sequences. Now, of course, it would, or on wires, but now, of course, you don't even have to do that with computers and technology. It's all, but so it's, it, the way it was done was fantastic. It really, really was. Yeah. Now, you say that they, you were hung by wires and things like that. Did did you ever have any accidents where you know where you it slipped uh, or something like that? It was mainly. I mean, I I did Peter Pan at the Palladium in London, and I did a lot of flying in that, and I was never scared of that. I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. So, um, but that was after doing the Bugaloos. So with the bug, the the majority of the shots of us flying, we were lying on blue boxes or green box, blue, mm-hmm. I think they were against the background of of chroma key so that it looked like we were flying you know naked at the background afterwards which was not very comfortable believe me you had to have you had to be pretty fit in a way because you just got this box on your stomach so you got to keep your legs up at the back your arms out at the front your head up and doing one saying or singing or whatever you're doing so you know i think we got pretty fit while doing so it's it's it sounds almost like you 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 did the first planks you know we're planking when you know when people go exercise you know yes yeah no absolutely because you had to have good good uh, muscle control core muscles yeah you know, abdominal muscle control uh to be able to do that but anyway everybody seemed to manage all right huh. yeah so was it specific that they were trying to get uh four people from England for the show or was it just a general opening no it was they specifically went to to London uh to cast the the bugaloos to find the bugaloos and it was in well it was in the newspapers every day it was a huge a huge amount of publicity saying you know Hollywood producers coming from Hollywood you know to to look for four youngsters to do a TVC and, and wished off to, to Los Angeles and all this. But, uh, and there were thousands of people that tried for it, that auditioned for it. So it was quite incredible. There was a, a big splash across the newspapers. Uh, so, you know, you never think it's going to be you that's going to be chosen. I was already in the business then. I'd already pe- appeared in the theatre in London yeah. Uh, the Sound of Music. I played Louisa in London. Oh, really? and, and, yeah, another. I mean, I've always loved the theatre, and I still love the theatre. Uh, so you know, I had experience. I'd done some television at that point, um, but not a huge amount. I'd done more theatre than I had television. So yeah, television. Yeah, it wasn't a new experience for me, but obviously, going to Hollywood was. Um, so yeah, no, it was all cast in in London for the for the Bugaloos. Obviously, the yeah. other members of the cast were were already uh, actors and actresses like Sharon that were already known to the Crofts. 
and uh, but the youngsters, the bugaloos, uh, the the stingers, if you like, um, they came specifically to London to cast for it. Mm, wow! So <clears throat> after you got the first show on and it was on TV, what was the reaction of people? Were you were you able to go out in public without you know? Was it like the Beatles? You know, <laughs> where they were running uh, after you and. No, we we were well protected. Yes, no, running after us. Yes, I remember. I remember one that we had to be careful. Uh, I remember on one specific occasion. Um, it was my birthday, and uh, Tinamati Croft said that we could go to Palm Springs for a long weekend for my birthday to relax and unwind. Now, Palm Springs, you just think, well, you know, nobody's going to know you there. It's not like Los Angeles or whatever. Yeah. But so we'd been somewhere, I don't know. We were just walking back to the house where we were staying. And we were walking, walking along the pavement, not far from the house. And there were some youngsters the other side of the road. And then they, they looked at us and then I heard them scream. At that, <laughs> Look, the buffaloes! And they came running. So we literally you know, had to tear ourselves up the road back to the house. We didn't know whether whether we'd ever escape. And we did do a tour uh, all over, all over the States, different different areas to sign, make personal appearances and sign autographs. And yeah, there were just thousands of, of youngsters. But it was lovely. It was so lovely to see them smiling, happy. Some of them had wings on or, you know, antennas. <laughs> antennas and yeah. you know, it was just lovely. And, of course, they could come up and ask you. We were sitting on a table and we had um, cards in the shapes of wings to give to them with signatures. And, no, it was lovely. It was wow. lovely. But no, we were pretty well protected. Yeah. Huh. And it's it's surprising that... I know the whole the whole story, and I'm sure a lot of people know about it. Uh, where the four of you went back to England, and you didn't end up uh, coming back because they never called you and all that. But yeah. I'm surprised they wouldn't have with the popularity of the show. So am I. So were we. We yeah. didn't know what was going on. It was very disappointing uh, because we went back to be with our families for Christmas, which is perfectly normal. Right. And they said they will, they will give us, you know, call us back because we were going to then do the film at Columbia Pictures. And we waited and we waited and nothing. But then, of course, uh, the, uh, immediately we didn't realise, but Columbia was having financial problems, yeah. and which got pretty bad. So the film was, was cancelled. Um, but I think my personal opinion is they should have got us back because if we had actually been in Los Angeles, oh, the film wasn't going to be made. Okay, fair enough. But we could have done so many other things, so many other appearances, guest appearance. We could have done. We could have done lots of things. But of course, my I think I mean Cinemati Croft. They do one series and then that's it. They move on to another idea. Um, Obviously, with Puff and stuff, they did the series. Yes, it was successful. And they did the film. And that's what they wanted to do with the Bugaloos. But because of, you know, the things that were going on with Columbia and all the rest of it, 
it doesn't matter that we couldn't have done the film. We could have done other other things. Oh, yeah. So they never did. And I think they lost an off, in my opinion. But what do I know? You know, it's, yeah. Well, it's, no, I agree uh, with you. I mean, it's, yeah? it's true. I yeah. mean, you know, and usually and usually if something is making money, Hollywood continues with it. <laughs> well, exactly. But of course, we were all getting fidgety. We wanted to work. We wanted to be doing things. And we started to be offered other things in England. Uh, and you come to a point and you just say, well, what do I do? I, do I wait? You know, you're turning down work in England. Uh, but then I was offered, um, because we came back for Christmas in December. January, nothing. February, nothing. March, nothing. I thought, well, I, you know, you can't. My agent, of course, was saying, what's going on, Caroline? And obviously, we, I was speaking to the boys as well. Um, what do we do? What should we do? Uh, and uh, then I was offered a TV series in eight, I think it was April. And I just thought, well, you know, I can't sit around forever. Um, so in the end, I said, okay, well, if, if we're not going back, our contracts, they had to be, uh, well, I won't go into that, but they had to be uh, revised, I think, after a certain length of time. Mm-hmm. That hadn't happened. So I thought, well, I'm not I'm not committed to a contract yep. legally. Uh, so I accepted the offer of doing the TV series, which was great. But I was very disappointed, really yeah. disappointed, because I, I think if we had gone back to America, it could have gone on to to other on to other stages of, of the Bugaloos. It could have progressed from there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's yeah. life. These things happen for a reason. And you just get on with life and on with the next, as they say. Yep. This is what we all did. I mean, little John uh, then had his own, did his own band. And he toured all over Europe because he's he's a good singer, as well as being a good drummer. And, um, and he toured and did personal appearances over Europe and, and everything. You know, each one of us. Uh, Wayne carried on in acting. He also did a TV series uh, and then went on to appear in another two. You know, we all went on and it's, it's such a shame. We all went in different directions. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, what can you say? That's life, you know, yeah. <laughs> on with the next. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Caroline, I know we have to be finishing up, but um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 not not that. But uh, I do want to remind people to be sure on Saturday, May twenty first, to head to the Arinda Theater if you're in the Bay Area or San Francisco. It's in Arinda, California, and they can go to CroftCon. You will be there via. The magic of tranquility forest, like I said, <laughs> and yes. uh, and then there will be a whole bunch of uh, other of the actors who are going to be there. Sid and Marty are going to be there, 
it's uh, just going to be a whole lot of fun. So uh, we hope they'll be there. It starts at 10 o'clock and go uh, at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock. I'm not sure which one and goes to 10 or 11 at night. So uh, there's going to be all sorts of things going on. So we're uh, yeah. must yeah. join in the fun, everybody. You must yeah. be there. Tune in, join in. <laughs> <laughs> but Caroline, I want to finish up with one final question. Yes. When you sit back and relax, what's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Uh, well, my favorite movie, uh, I haven't seen the new one. And I keep thinking, I must go, it was West Side Story. Oh, yes. I love West Side Story. I mean, it was just such a magic, again, but in a completely different way to the Bugaloos, obviously. But it, it's a wonderful film, and I can watch that a hundred times if I haven't already, and still still enjoy it. But I haven't seen the new one, uh, which I, I must do because of, you know, obviously now with net, well, it's not on Netflix, but it's on. I think I think who's got it? Disney Somebody's Plus. Got it on? No, it's not on Netflix because I've got Netflix. Yeah, Disney Netflix. Plus. Disney Plus, right? Yes. And I think I don't know if Apple also have it. Uh, I don't know. I've seen it somewhere. Um, so I must see the new version. I really must because I thought, oh, am I going to like it as much? Yeah, as I know. <laughs> you know. But, but everybody says it's, it's wonderful. It's mm. fantastic. So that has always been and probably always will be one of my favorite movies. The Sound of Music, I, I love. It's a classic as well. Uh, okay, I played Louisa in the theatre production in London. Um, I was just, what, I was 13 at the time. Wow. <clears throat> and that was my probably my first professional singing part on the London stage. And after that, I did other things. Uh, but uh, television series, well, in England... Yeah, I, I don't have English television here, but again, with streaming, I've got Spanish television because I'm in Spain. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many. There's so many. I, yeah. I wouldn't want to pick one particular one out that I that I enjoy. Yeah. You know, there's so many good stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, Upstairs, Downstairs was wonderful, as we all know. Uh, but there's so many other, other good TV series yep. as well. Yeah. Well, Caroline, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here via, you know, across, totally across the ocean and, and everything, <laughs> in the different time zones and everything. So I yes. thank you so much for taking the time and sharing with us. And uh, I uh, can't you. wait for, for CroftCon. Yeah, neither can I. Thank you. My pleasure being here. And uh, let's hope they've got a standing room only. <laughs> There she is, Caroline Ellis, right here on On Screen and Beyond. And if you are going to be at CroftCon, you can see her on the screen right there in a beautiful theater in a big screen. And she will be talking to people about the Bugaloos and everything. And also, of course, there's going to be all kinds of stars physically there at CroftCon, along with Sid and Marty Croft themselves. And it's going to be a lot of fun, going to be a lot of things going on. And uh, that's May 21st. That's a Saturday. It's an all-day event starting, I believe, at uh, 11 o'clock, I think, or 
10 o'clock, 10, 11 o'clock and going till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, whatever. And uh, it's going to be so much fun. And I hope you can make it. And uh, if not, just listen to all the people here at On Screen and Beyond as they talk about it. And if you're going, you can listen to them now on uh, On Screen and Beyond and get to know them a little bit more. And then you can go meet them in person right there, get autographs, the whole the whole shebang. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, there's going to be costume contests. People are going to be winning money. And uh, it's just so much uh, things. It, it's just going to be a wild time. So hope you're going to be making it there. And that is in Orinda, California at the Orinda Theater, beautiful theater. So uh, be sure to check that out. Next week, we have another guest coming your way. And uh, if you have a suggestion, we've had a lot of people lately sending us suggestions. We appreciate that so much because sometimes I don't think of all the people uh, that that you're thinking of. So, uh, you know, and I'll try to get these people on. I can't promise they will. Uh, a lot of times I'll send out a, a, an email to their publicist or somebody like that or to them personally uh, if I can find something to uh, some address or something. And sometimes I don't hear back, you know, but uh, I, I will try. I promise you that. And uh, sometimes we get lucky and we will be able to get them on here. So uh, don't be afraid to send me a uh, communication at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and we can see what we can do about uh, getting the people you'd like to hear. And hopefully you're enjoying all the people we do have. And uh, just keep listening to On Screen and Beyond. Tell a friend and, you know, to download and and uh, subscribe. That's the best thing. So many people say, well, you know, I can't find it. How can I do it? Uh, where do I find it? It's, it's on all the podcasts, uh, you know, the major podcast providers. But uh, if you just pick one, whether it's uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, and you subscribe, as soon as it is released, which is generally on, you know, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, depending where you are, or sometimes it's earlier if you're, you know, in Europe or something like that, because we get people all over the world listening to On Screen and Beyond. But anyways, the second I release it, that is when you will get it. It'll just pop right up on you. So that's the easiest thing to do. And uh, you can do that on uh, just about all the podcast providers. So uh, be sure to do that. That's the best way. And I hope you keep listening to On Screen and Beyond as we come up to our 600th episodes. Uh, a lot of people uh, that are doing uh, you know, podcasts for whatever reason, whatever they're doing it for. We do it for interviews for people to enjoy. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people, they, they get to, you know, five, six, 10, 20, <laughs> something like that. And then you don't hear about them again, but, uh, we will, uh, hit our 600th episode. So it's been a lot of fun. I hope you're enjoying all of them and I love communicating with you. The people send emails and things like that. We really do appreciate it. And, uh, I hope that you, uh, will keep listening. So, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when do we once again take you on screen and beyond? I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>